Hello, and welcome to the 81st episode of Recluse Horror. This is a daily horror movie review podcast. Uh, So just a little background on the project. Back on my birthday in April, I decided I wanted to watch and review a horror movie every single day. I have done so for the past 348 days. Uh, Although only the last 81 have been podcasts, uh, before that it was text reviews. Uh, So it's my Friday today. Um, That is at least as long as I don't decide to pick up some extra hours tomorrow, which I am currently debating doing. Uh, I'm getting started very late uh, on this particular one because, I don't know, I needed some time to decompress. I had a really uh, kind of a long day today. Uh, You know, Fridays can be real long sometimes. Uh, So uh, yeah, I watched another short film. This one is called uh, The Box from 2014. Now this one, there, there's, I think it said there were like 11 things called the box just from this year. Uh, so the one that you're going to want to look for is, uh, the one that's by, and I apologize for this pronunciation because I'm not positive how, which way it's pronounced or how it's pronounced at all, but it's Jorge Carvajal or Carvejal, I'm not sure which which way you would pronounce that, or if it's even one of those two. That's the one you want to look for. Uh, There is an IMDb page for it, but again, that can be hard to identify since there's so much stuff called The Box from 2014. Uh, But I definitely would suggest checking this one out. I would say this was top five, um, easily top five, uh, for the short films that I've watched. Um, that isn't to say it doesn't have problems. There are a couple of things that, uh, you know, I did think could have been improved the way, the way that they were done. But overall, uh, I mean, it really caught me off guard. Um, that I think there was a point in it that I may have internally at least said, whoa, which is not something that happens to me terribly often having watched a horror movie every day for as long as I have. Um, and, um, I actually ended up kind of watching this one twice in a row. Um, I put it on, uh, you know, and I I watched the whole thing the one time through. And then while I was uh, looking up the information about it, uh, usually I just, you know, I'll turn off the TV and, and, you know, go look up, you know, the year and uh, go try to look at the show notes for it. uh, You know, like I sort of mentioned having done yesterday. But uh, this time I, I just put the, the, the same short film right back on, um, because I kind of wanted to watch it again from the beginning. It's one of those ones that, like, uh, once once you watch it all the way through once, there are things that you can pick up uh, the second time around. So, uh, anyway, this is about a guy and a box. This guy, he has this box. And uh, although there is more detail given in the descriptions that you can find around, um, I'm going to go ahead and say that that's all I'm going to say. It's a horror movie definitely a horror movie. And, uh, there's a guy in a box and he has the box and that's all I'm going to say. Um, they don't give that much more detail than that, uh, in the descriptions, but I, I think that detail is, uh, I, I don't think you need any more detail about this one particularly. Uh, so you can find this one on the, uh, Jorge Carvajal, um, or Carvajal or none of those, uh, YouTube channel. Um, it's also, it's, uh, Skylight Studios. So that might be easier to search rather than trying to figure out how that's spelled. Um, it's, it, it's the same channel. It, it's Jorge Carval Skylight Studios, and you can find it on that channel. And I do highly suggest that you do, if you do like, 
um, horror films or short films or any of that. Uh, it was really, really good. Uh, now, I think before I, I, most of the reasons why this are good, you really can't talk about everything. Um, like a lot of short films, most things are spoilers in this. Um, but, uh, I think I'll talk just briefly about the things that I felt didn't work before I get into all of the other things that work really well. And that's, you know, most of the things. Um, so for sure, I did feel like there were parts um, this was an, I believe it was like eight and a half, uh, minutes long, probably eight minutes without the, the credits, which honestly for the ones that I've been watching is, are, is longer, uh, that, than the ones that I have personally been watching. Um, I did feel like this one had, had some pacing issues. There's some things that go on for too long, um, both in the middle, uh, and in the beginning of the film. Uh, where I start to, before I got to the end of it, I did start to feel like, um, it was hard, getting harder to pay attention by the end. Um, partially because I'm probably tired. Uh, again, I'm getting started like hours later than I usually do with this, but also because, uh, a, a lot of the sort of actions, uh, although they, they do to a certain degree build tone, um, there's, there's no dialogue. There's nothing really to like, like hook you in with what's happening because much of what's happening is variations upon the same sorts of things. It's mostly mood building. Um, and I, I think it just went on for a little bit too long, both in the beginning and in the middle after, um, after things start picking up and you start realizing what's going on. I think there's a little bit more than is necessary for that. That said, um, that stuff in the middle that can be sort of repetition and repetitious and maybe goes on too long is some of the better imagery in the film too. It's not horror imagery, um, but it's important and, uh, and you do want to see it. So its presence is totally necessary. Maybe just a little bit too much of it. The other thing that kind of bugged me with this, um, and, uh, I understand this is a, this is a, an actual, I, I didn't check to see, uh, what country he's from, but it is a Spanish language, uh, sort of director and all, all of the cast, everybody is, uh, it seems to have Hispanic last names, uh, everybody involved in the project. That said, uh, Jorge Carvajal or whatever his name is, uh, apologies on that pronunciation again, but, uh, he did like almost everything on this. He did not act in it and he did not write the music, though he did the sound design or the sound editing or the, and the editing, and the producing, and the directing, and the writing, and the story. Like, every other part of this was him. And you can really feel the strength of that, uh, that singular vision. Um, this person clearly knew exactly what he had in mind for this story, and he executed it very well. But, uh, there, there's no, there is some speech that does happen in this, and uh, it's sort of hard to make out, uh, sort of by design. I, it's supposed to be hard to to make out. Um, and I maybe should have just turned it up or popped in headphones or something right now. Uh, and uh, definitely I want to die about it. Um, the headphone jack on my phone is out. I just have to get a new phone. As soon as I feel like I can afford to do that, uh, then I will. But that's uh, generally how I watch things. I, I'll either watch it on my phone um, or my laptop. Or I'll watch it on, you know, one of my crappy TVs. Or I'll watch it on my slightly better TV that's that's sort of old, but 
is still HD, but it doesn't have very good sound on that TV. I don't have any anything in my entire house, basically, that is an ideal platform to watch things on. Uh, I definitely would have popped in headphones for this one and watched it on my phone if I had the, the capability to do so, or at least maybe the second time would have done that. Um, and that is another reason why I kind of put it on the second time to see if I could pitch up, pick up more of what's spoken. And I kind of couldn't. Um, now, I don't have any problem with that because I feel like if I had had headphones in, I would have been able to hear what was being said a lot more clearly. Uh, but I still would have liked the ability to have like uh, closed captioning or subtitles or something like that on there, uh, on the screen. Um, there is, the, it, it, it would sort of take away from the mood because like I said, you're not necessarily supposed to hear everything that's being said, but I still would have appreciated it personally. Um, especially for the second time that I watched it, because it's like, all right, I get the, I get the mood and the tone and all of that stuff. I don't really need any more help on that. First time, kind of understand. Uh, and I don't think everybody's watching this two times in a row. So, um, but anyway, those are pretty much the only things that, that I felt that I felt were negative. I could also say that some of the, the color correction was a little, it was very heavy, but again, they're trying to build a mood and it, and it does make sense with the circumstances with everything in this. So that's just more a personal taste thing. Um, and again, it could come down to the monitor that I watched it on. It can, this particular monitor, it's a, it's a good monitor, but it does run on the dim side. Um, a lot of times things look darker on that than they may on other screens. So it may have looked like heavier than it actually is in reality. Um, Beyond that, pretty much everything I liked. Uh, the story is great. The execution of the story is great. It does not go where I thought it was going to go. Um, the, uh, the visual effects are very good. The acting is good. The cinematography is good. That's another thing that, uh, I don't know if I mentioned that, but is this Jorge Corvajal, he did that as well. Um, it's definitely pretty moody. Um, it doesn't really necessarily go for the mood that I would have chosen for the same piece, but it's not my baby. So I don't expect everything to be exactly the way that I want it to go. Uh, and this is definitely, you know, a pretty good, pretty good mood building. Um, the absolute star of this is the story. Uh, and that's the one thing I really can't talk about <laughs> in this. Uh, again, you know, short films, everything's a spoiler, but like even more so with this, if you talk about any part of it, um, about this story, then you're doing a disservice to anyone who wants to watch this. I know I say that a lot. Um, but, but again, there's really nothing about the story that I can talk about, um, other than saying that it's good and you should watch it if you have any inclination to at all. Uh, it did, it has, this has apparently won a number of awards, uh, or been nominated for others. And, uh, I think it definitely deserves them. It, it's, it's not the story that you expect going into it. And, uh, and once it really gets to the point where you know what's going on, it really is one of those, like, sort of like, whoa moments. Uh, like I said, um, pretty much everything that happens, you know, having watched it the second time around, pretty much everything that happens in the beginning does make sense for what happens later. Um, there, it's not one of those things where they just make a, you know, make a bunch of weird moody imagery and then they do a thing and then, you know, they finish the movie and you go back and watch it and it's like, well, none of that really made sense. It was only really for mood building. No, pretty much everything in the beginning makes just as much sense knowing where it's going, uh, as, as when you didn't. So 
Um, there's some really, there's some really great shots with this. The cinematography uh, is very good. There was a lot of, um, there was a lot of work put into that for sure. Um, the visual effects are also, um, very good. There, there's nothing that isn't quality in this really. Um, it's clearly a lower budget movie, but again, like some of them that I've watched recently, this one doesn't feel like it needs anything. It doesn't feel like there's really anything that's missing from this that that money would have would have given it um which is which is always good again like i don't know whether the story was written with the budget in mind or if it just happens to be a story that uh lends itself to really not needing a budget but uh the, yeah it it needs nothing the location was pretty good the locations that they go to were pretty good um there's nothing particularly that you need to focus on in those locations i would say um, but, but they, you know, they're, they're just fine. This director has done a number of other short films. Uh, I don't know yet whether, uh, I didn't see anything that looks like it was a feature length. It was mostly just a glance. Uh, as I said, I don't really have a whole lot of time tonight. I should probably be in bed in an hour and I'm not going to be because it's going to take me longer than that to get this edited and up. You'd be surprised how long that takes. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, it looks like some of the other stuff might be horror or thriller or something like that. Uh, I'm definitely going to have to check out something else by by this person because this was really... It was not what I was expecting. Now, I have seen things like this. I won't say that it is the most unique and original piece that I've ever seen, but I did not see it taking that particular turn and becoming the sort of story that it did. Um, it's one of those, again, it's one of those ones where you start out and you're like, what, what's going on? Like, why, you know, what's happening? I don't really care about what's going on or why should I care about it? And then they give you the reason and it's, uh, it's very good. If, uh, if the writing for any of his other pieces, uh, is, is, you know, on par with this, I don't know if he's written any other pieces either. I just, you know, I looked at his, I think director credits and it looks like he had six, but, but, you know, I, I've mentioned before, uh, short films, their IMDb pages don't tend to be terribly accurate. And they're, uh, you know, if you're from, from a different country or if you speak a different language, it can be even more inaccurate. So he may have done 75 other things. I have no idea. Um, but I'm definitely going to have to start looking into that because this was really good. And if you, if, he's capable of producing a piece with pretty much single-handedly with maybe four other people helping him from what I saw, then, uh, then th this person really deserves the attention. Uh, it it's a very, very good piece. I was, you know, just incredibly impressed with this one, especially considering it's not a name that I've heard before. Um, and it's not a piece that I have seen somewhere else. So with the exception of the, uh, nothing going over the top with the exception of how reasonable, uh, the reasonable way in which everything was done, I guess is, is the best way to say this. Um, if you told me that this was like done by a major studio and it was, uh, and it was produced by, uh, you know, some big, you know, name like, uh, like, you know, Lionsgate back when they were still doing a bunch of horror stuff or Blumhouse or something like that. I would totally buy that. Even though it is a short film, I would I would buy that. It is it is very good quality. Um with the exception of the the one other thing maybe that doesn't sound like a full on produced like 
studio piece would be the music. The music, now mind you, is good, but it's a, it feels like the mix is a little bit strong and it would have, it would have wanted to be toned down or add a few instruments or something like that. Now, like I said, I like the music. I don't think there's anything wrong with the music, but it doesn't feel like studio music. Um, but yeah, other, other than that, and again, the, the way in which things were done, which were clearly done without budget, for some reason, you get those studios involved, and I'm not talking specifically about Lionsgate or, or, or Blumhouse, I'm just talking generally about studio work, and they feel like they have to shove money somewhere, even if a piece doesn't necessarily need it, uh, and so I feel like there there were parts that probably would have been done a different way or been emphasized differently uh, had this had a large budget, but really, like, every other piece of this feels like a you know, you know, a professionally produced, like studio backed piece. Um, so really very impressive. I, I, I don't know what else more to say about it. Um, I know I've said this 55,000 times, but if you, uh, have any interest in, in short films, if you, uh, want to get into short films, this is not a bad way to go. I don't think it's the most palatable for everybody, um, I think there are people who will just kind of be like, uh, okay. Um, but you know, this one caught me off guard. I, I think that, I think that's what really gets me is that it caught me off guard. It was not what I was anticipating when I got into it. Definitely check this one out. Uh, if you're looking for something that's a little bit different, uh, something that isn't going to be the same thing you see in every other horror f- film or every other horror short film. Um, so many of the horror short films I've seen, even if they're good, I've seen, 16 versions of them. This one is the only short film that I've seen that's quite like this. Um, there's one that's kind of similar, but it takes a completely different path than this one. Um, it just has one basic similarity to it and it does, it doesn't use it in nearly the same manner. I know that that's completely vague and I'm not going to say the name of the other piece because it would give away possibly something, but regardless. Anyway, if you'd like to see this, you can look it up. Um, you can look up uh, Jorge Carvajal or Skylight Studios uh, on on YouTube or, you know, on the internet. He's a little bit harder to find because it sounds like there's like a motivational speaker or something with the same name. I don't believe that's him. But uh, yeah, I, d- I definitely suggest checking this one out. For those interested who aren't into like foreign films or whatever, I, I-, I t- didn't actually make this clear because I did mention that uh, it does seem to be... Uh, it does seem that, like, this studio, which I believe is basically just Jorge Carvajal himself, uh, as a one-man studio, um, it does do, uh, Spanish-language stuff. Uh, this piece, all of the, the, um, speaking that is in it is in English, uh, at least all of it that I could hear. I don't believe any of it wasn't in English. And again, there's no subtitles to watch, and you wouldn't need it, even if there were. If this were all spoken in Spanish, um... There are some parts of it that you would lose, uh, that you wouldn't necessarily pick up on, but it, it, even even if you had watched this in silence, you don't, or at least without any of that speech, you don't need to know any of it. Um, it's all flavor and mood building, so totally, totally unnecessary for there to be any speech, and there's no subtitles anyway, so. Uh, anyway, uh, that's my review of uh, The Box from 2014. Definitely check it out. And uh, that's my episode today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, uh, whatever it is on whatever site that you found us. 
the best way you can help out the show is to share it with someone that you love or someone that you think would be interested in the show. If you would like to share it with someone or if you didn't like the platform that you found us on, we are available on YouTube, Player FM, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and pretty much any podcatcher out there. If you would like to reach out to us on social media, you can do so on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can email me at reclusehorror at gmail.com. Uh, so yeah, I think that's that's my episode. Uh, I think the whether or not I do a feature length um, is probably uh, going to be based on whether I decide to go into work, but there is also events happening at my house all weekend. Uh, well, both my days off anyway, Friday, Saturday. So uh, I may actually still be watching short films again this weekend. Um, I am the worst at planning and uh, also everyone else in my house uh, does things on days and goes to places and things. I'm tired. I'm really tired. Can you tell? Um, but yeah, uh, so I don't know whether I'll be able to watch a, a feature length. I've been really wanting to watch one. Uh, once I am able to scale back from not doing the daily episodes, once it's been a year, then um, I'll definitely be watching a lot more um, feature length films. Uh, I'm not really sure exactly how I'm going to do those episodes, whether I'll do multiple reviews in one episode um, or if I'll do them once every two weeks or once every one week. I know I've talked about this a bunch, but I've been thinking about it more lately about whether I wanted to do, um, you know, maybe two movies on an episode, uh, two new movies that I haven't reviewed before on an episode. Uh, I'm, I'm really not certain how, where this is going. I'll figure it out when I get there. So that's kind of been my way of operating, uh, uh, thus far, uh, hopefully I'll be able to do more planning once, uh, once I do scale back the episodes, but you'll definitely be getting more feature lengths at that point, which luckily for you, if you're not a daily listener, that's not that far off. Uh, my birthday is on April 9th, which means the last daily episode will probably be April 8th, unless I decide I want to watch one on my birthday, uh, which I very well could. I don't know. I haven't decided. It's my birthday and I'm going to do whatever I want. So, uh, anyway... I think that's way more than I needed to talk about. And yeah, go watch that short film and have a good night. Bye.